Welcome to NC Realtors Redefined, the NC Realtors podcast. On this episode, we'll hear from Seth Palmer, NC Realtors Political Communications and Regulatory Affairs Director, for a brief recap of this year's Legislative Week in Raleigh. We'll also listen to part one of a discussion featuring Nicole Arnold, NC Realtors Director of Local Government Affairs, and Stephen Bradford, Local Government Affairs Director for Mid-Carolina, about a pair of books they're recommending. Here's a quick look at our upcoming events for the month of May. It's mixer season again. Be sure to sign up to attend one of our mixers. We'll be in Murphy on May 1st and Winston-Salem on May 2nd. Visit ncrealtors.org mixers to find out more and to sign up. Also, don't forget the early bird rate for Exchange 19 ends on May the 3rd. Visit exchange19.com to sign up today. On March 25th through the 27th, NC Realtors held its annual legislative week in Raleigh. Realtors from all over the state came together to meet with their legislators to discuss important issues that impact their clients and the real estate industry as a whole. For a recap of the Legislative Week activities, here's Seth Palmer. Let's go through a couple highlights of the uh, entire Legislative Week. So NC Realtors advocacy leaders Katie Thomas and Connie Corey were recognized for their contributions to our efforts at the federal, state, and local level. Katie was awarded with the inaugural NC Realtors Advocacy Champion Award. This award recognizes the significant contributions of an individual to the association's advocacy efforts. And Connie was awarded the Federal Political Coordinator of the Year Award in recognition for her years of service to realtor advocacy at the federal level. Connie has been Congressman G.K. Butterfield's FPC for more than 15 years. Tuesday night, we also had the opportunity to bring legislators in for a little bit more of an informal gathering at the NC Realtors Legislative Reception. Legislators from across the state joined with members for a a night of great food and great conversation about issues that are are facing them in their individual communities and just to, to have the opportunity to meet with legislators in a little bit more of an informal setting. During that time, Representative Larry Pittman asked a question to the NC Realtors lobbyist about what had been going on specifically in New Bern and what kind of relief efforts NC Realtors had been engaged in following Hurricane Florence. We were able to connect Representative Pittman with great NC Realtors leaders like Darlene Spivey, Deb Hayes, and Sandra O'Connor who were able to talk not only about what's going on on the ground in New Bern, and and the areas around uh, coastal North Carolina that were so devastated by Hurricane Florence, but also to have a conversation about the work of the NC Realtors Housing Foundation and and the grants that had been uh, offered to folks throughout the state. During legislative meetings, we released the the final report from Hurricane Florence totaling over $800,000 in grants to more than 800 families across the state but most specifically in areas that were the hardest hit by Hurricane Florence, like Wilmington, Jacksonville, Fayetteville, New Bern, and other parts of eastern North Carolina. On Wednesday morning, we kicked off the day of Legislative Day with something that we have not done as an association in a very long time. We brought in the key legislative leadership for an in-depth conversation about not only our NC Realtors legislative priorities, but also about what's going on today in the General Assembly. We are very fortunate to have Speaker of the House Tim Moore, President Pro Tem of the Senate Phil Berger, and uh, Robert Reeves, the Deputy Democratic Leader in the House. They were all very generous with their time and with their uh, insight into what's going on in the General Assembly. 
And I know that a lot of our members took a great deal back from, from what they said. Before we go too far, I want to make sure I hit the NC Realtors legislative talking points. Looking at private road maintenance agreements, we continue to work to get some legislation filed that addresses that issue specifically that would provide the creation of a database of information about the maintenance responsibility of roads so that homeowners are not caught off guard when their road, which has fallen into disrepair, that the maintenance falls directly to them for uh, action. Also, which helps to modify the process by which the Department of Transportation accepts roads for maintenance responsibility and ensures that standards are kept up so that they can be maintained in a cost-effective way moving forward. Second, on health insurance for independent contractors, this is something that uh, you've heard a lot about from the federal level. There were federal rules that were put into place last year, but there still needed to be some state uh, laws to help benefit uh, North Carolina independent contractors. Early in this session, we've already seen Senate Bill 86, which was filed uh, very, very early in the session by Senators Bishop, Crawwick, and Edwards. That bill has passed the Senate and now is in the House for consideration. And even last week, you saw the introduction of House Bill 464, sponsored by realtor Kyle Hall from Stokes County, which looks to also address the needs of association members and independent contractors, but in a little bit different way than Senate Bill 86. That legislation will have its first hearing in the next few weeks, and we look forward to continuing to encourage legislators to support it as it moves forward. Finally, on the historic preservation tax credits, this is an issue that we have been fortunate to not talk about to members for the better part of the past five years. Unfortunately, the issue that we've, we saw back in 2014 when the credits were going to sunset, we are back again addressing. Without action, the historic preservation tax credits will sunset on January the 1st, 2020. We've already seen legislation filed in the House in House Bill 399 which will help redress many issues that have been seen with the credits, including an extension of the sunset until January the 1st, 2030. Each of these bills is important. We are also, as the NC Realtors legislative team, monitoring a, a larger list of, of other important issues which are facing our industry and are important for our members. We talked a lot, about a lot of those during the legislative committee meeting and look forward to having more conversation about those as we move forward in the legislative session. For more information on all things government affairs, visit ncrealtors.org slash advocate or subscribe to our weekly Realtor Advocacy Newsletter. Recently, Nicole Arnold sat down with one of our newest local government affairs directors, Stephen Bradford, to talk about a pair of books that have impacted them on a personal and professional level. In the first part of their discussion, Stephen gives his thoughts on the book, The Power of Why by C. Richard Wellman. So Stephen, first let's talk about The Power of Why. Um, you know, why did you choose this book in particular? Well, first off, the book has an incredible list of endorsements. Among them are Donald Trump, the current president and former figurehead of the Trump Organization, Christopher Forbes of the Forbes Organization, and then some names you may not be as familiar with. Milton Perdaza, who's the CEO of the Luxury Institute. Dr. Nito Kubain, 
the current president of High Point University, who in a former life was a very successful businessman, and Richard Bernstein, who's the CEO of Richard S. Bernstein and Associates, one of the top insurance advisors in the country that market to high net worth individuals. The book really encourages business leaders to think about the why reasons behind consumer preferences. It also gives the reader a specific rule of engagement that will lead to client responsiveness and will make you rethink the way you promote and sell your services in today's marketplace. So tell us a little bit more about you know uh, where this book has been successful. I actually uh, heard about it first. I used to work in financial services and uh, it has taken the financial services industry by storm. I really haven't seen much of an acceptance or referral to it in the real estate industry and it surprises me because it, the two industries are fairly related. So you think there's crossover there? Certainly. I mean, it, it's a very similar in the fact that every single financial services professional is selling the same products, just like every single realtor is selling the same houses in a given MLS. The question is why somebody should buy it from you versus someone else, and this book really delves into that question. So bringing the quality of the person and their services that they're providing and, and honing in on that. Uh, how much is this book if, if somebody wanted to buy it? It's in the $4 range on Amazon, so it's certainly in everybody's book budget, and I believe that $4 is actually new hardcover. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's not going to break the bank and it's gonna add a lot to your professional life. Good deal. Tell us a little bit more about the author, Richard Wildman. Richard Wildman has a list of accolades. He is the chairman of man and managing director of Wildman Consulting Group. His writings and videos have been featured on Wall Street Journal Online, Forbes, Funfire, and Gamma News. He's been interviewed by the Wall Street Journal and Thomson Reuters. Uh, he's a member of the United States Luxury Board, which helps businesses understand affluent customers. And in addition to that, he has a real interesting backstory. He was orphaned at the age of six, spent his childhood in 19 foster homes, attended 11 different schools, and through all this became a business leader. He's acclaimed as brilliant by Forbes, and he's been inducted into the Professional Speakers Hall of Fame. Now, this backstory also means that he is a very giving person and is very adamant about philanthropic efforts. So he has, he has a tremendous story. Um, he's overcome a lot of obstacles in his personal life and taken, I guess, that determination and put it directly into his business life. What part of this book, The Power of Why, what resonated most with you about it? The biggest thing in this book, and it's really a central component of the book, is the idea of the UVP, or Unique Value Premise. According to this book, it is the new key to getting consumer inquiries, and I found it to be a game changer. As I stated before, you really need to provide something that your competitors can't offer if you want your clients to turn into advocates for you, and I feel that an advocating customer is really your best advertisement in any industry. It's the question of why someone should buy a house from you when they can buy the same exact house from the realtor down the street. And much of the public really perceives realtors as all the same, and it's up to the individual to change this perception. That makes a lot of sense, and I, I think that's something that our, our members and our affiliates are definitely searching for, um, improving in, in their lives. 
We'll share more of Nicole and Steven's conversation in an upcoming episode of our podcast. Thanks for listening to NC Realtors Redefined. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud 